From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar, and this is Blindside. The entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the summer of 2020, I spoke with Tamor Israel, who is a poet and an activist here on Cape Cod. We had the great opportunity to speak to her about some of the protests that have been happening around the Black Lives Matter movement on the Cape and just some of her opinions of it generally throughout the country and throughout the world. Tamora, can you, I don't even know how you start something like yeah. this, but if you want to just talk about, um, I guess, the Cape Cod movement specifically, how like you started, how this started to form and how do you start to organize any of these kind of um, protests? I only organized one. The others, um, oh, I guess I'll, I'll start. Um, so, so far, I think I've been to about five protests here on Cape. Um, my buddy, Emily Entwizzle, her and I organized one in Dennis, um, marching from Wixon to uh, the police station, uh, town hall, and then back to Wixon uh, Middle School. The others I attended, and as we were in the, the motion of the protests, which are very emotional, you know, everyone is, is feeling... Um, not only the unrest, but the um, how emotional it is to be in a crowd of a bunch of people who all have this idea of something's wrong, so we're here to fix it. We don't know what we're going to do to fix it or how to fix it, but we know like that's why we're here. And having that group emotion is really powerful. So when I went to those, I felt that within the uh, the group, so I went to the organizers and asked if I could say something to to the crowd, and they were always so gracious, you know, to allow me to to speak to the crowd, and that's what I've been doing the past couple months, just getting this um, this movement, trying to keep it in the forefront, not just in media, but here on Cape Cod, and the idea of Black Lives Matter, I think, is a good place to start, but I also feel like Black Lives Matter is the bare minimum. Like, of course, black lives matter, but they more than matter. They're genuine. Black lives are kind. Black lives are hardworking. Black lives create. Black lives hopefully will run for Congress, will make changes, will be involved in committees, involved in uh, a better tomorrow. Black lives more than matter. But this is where we have to start. But we damn sure can't stop here. Um, So far... Being on Cape as a black woman has been different and difficult at times, but um, I found I found a lot of allies and a lot of kind people who are willing to help me push through these moments. And I feel like as a person of color, it's really important to find like that that group. You know those those people who just help you push a little bit forward. Those people you can just unload on and just let out the frustrations of the world. Those are those groups are important. Um, thinking about moving forward, um, Killer Mike said that um, in reference to this movement, we need to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. And I feel as though the country is, is wide and different. So Cape Cod is nothing like Texas, right? Uh, we don't even eat the same kind of foods. You know, social, social economic um, systems are different. 
everything is, is different. They're two very different places. But I feel as though in order for us to move forward in this movement, the blueprint of plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize, that we can follow. It won't, we won't apply it the same way as uh, they do in Texas, but the blueprint is the same. And I think moving forward, that's what we need to do. We need to plot. We need to figure out what it is that we want and then write it down. We need to plan. We need to find people who can help us move forward. We need to organize, find those people, and find people who are good at grant writing. You know, you can help us write bills. You know, find different people's strengths and then use them to um, utilize them to push forward in this movement. Uh, we need to mobilize, like start putting plans in action. Um, I feel like in order for this movement to stay strong, it needs to stay in the public eye. We need to continue to uh, protest. We need to continue to have white allies speak to white people about racism. Um, I feel as though it's no longer, I feel as though, this is my personal opinion, that it's no longer black against white because for uh, history, that's what it's been. We're at a point in, um, in this movement where we've understood that no one can claim ignorance about racism anymore. We all know what's happening. It's on the news. There are protests every day. You can't say you didn't see it. You know what's happening. So now I don't feel that it's black against white. I feel that it's everyone against racist. It's anti-racist against racist. It's everyone against white supremacy. It's everyone against fighting for a fair and just system. And that's doable if we all have an understanding that different places will apply different blueprints to, um, will apply different ways to use blueprints in order to move forward. But the blueprint is the same. We gotta make change. And the best way to do it, I feel as though, is from the inside out. We need people of color to sit on committees. We need people of color to be voices in school committees. We need people of color to have a voice here on Cape Cod. We need people who are white to search out, to look for people of color in order to invite us into these different boardrooms, these different committees, these different um, opportunities. You know, there's, as far as I found, I haven't found like a real set place on Cape Cod where people of color live. We're so spread out all over the Cape. So it takes a little harder, it takes more time, it's a little bit harder to find people of color. But we're here, you know, you just gotta put the work in. Come find people of color who are willing to fight in the kind of way that makes the difference for all of us. And there are some people who just don't want to fight that way. And that's okay. Like, there's no, I feel as though, there's no one way to fight injustice. As long as you fight, that's what matters. And hopefully that's where we are right now. Everyone is pissed off and ready for change. And this, this movement feels different to me. Um, it feels strong. 
It's been in the media 24-7. You can't miss it. I feel as though we're starting to make the kind of change that our parents were hoping for. You know, have we gotten to the point in society that Dr. King was talking about in his famed I Have a Dream speech, where little white boys and little white girls can sit together as friends and, and break bread? You know, have we gotten to the point where we are judged by our character and not the color of our skin? We're not there yet, but we're a lot further than where we started. We have a lot more to go. Can't stop, though. In any way, shape, or form. There's, there's no slowing down. There's no stopping. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. No, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess this is kind of uh, repeating out maybe a little bit, but just to have another expression about like, talking about why protesting in general is so important. Oh, okay. Um, I do think that protesting is important. It's a way to make noise that people can't really ignore. You know, you can ignore uh, a pamphlet that someone sends to you about um, how to, the best way to talk about racism in your office. You can throw that thing away. Protest, it's right there in your face. It's hard to ignore. And it puts the issue in front of you. When um, my buddy Twizzle, I call her Twizzle, her name is Emily and Twizzle, when we organized the, the march in Dennis, we saw from the streets different kinds of reactions. Um, we got flipped off a few times. Um, we had a guy yell, all lives matter, and then we got much louder and drowned him out. Those were the few. For the most part, there were people who were honking and people you know, who threw their fists out the window in solidarity. Maybe they weren't thinking about race at that moment, but now they are. Maybe they weren't thinking about what kind of change or if they even want to get involved. But now that they saw us in their face, maybe they're thinking about that now. I think protests, um, as Dr. King said, is the language of the unheard. Well, yeah, we've been unheard for a really long time. So what we're going to continue to do is continue to be loud, continue to put the message out there, continue to be honest about how racism affects us as people of color. Um, speaking personally, I've had a hard time expressing exactly how racism affects me, not wanting to make a wave, you know? Um, after I watched John Lewis's funeral yesterday, his send-off, and they played a lot of his speeches, and there were a lot of people who spoke of his bravery and I find that inspiring. He spoke of um, getting in the way, getting in good trouble, pushing for a better tomorrow today. So if you see something that's not just, that's not right, get involved. Hearing that just kind of puts a spark in you. You know, you're just, you just, you want to get involved, you want to be the person who is there to help. Um, moving forward, I think it's important for us not only to be diligent in protesting, but as, 
as we start to change as a society, I think it's important that we do so with kindness and love and patience. This is a, a whole new day. It's a, a whole new way of reacting. It's a whole new way of learning. We're all learning how to be the best versions of our anti-racist selves. So within doing that, we're going to have some screw-ups. You know, people are going to mess up here and there. It's just going to happen. It's life. Charlemagne the God said that moving forward, we need to counsel, not cancel. So when someone messes up, counsel them. Talk to them about what it is that they did wrong. Show them the better way. And do so with kindness and love and patience. But don't just cancel them out. That's not how we move forward together, in my opinion. So that's, um, that's my plan, is moving forward to be diligent and calling out racism, calling out white supremacy, doing so while staying true to myself, doing so with patience. I prefer to move about the universe with love, so I always have um, that with me. And not being afraid to get in good trouble, like John Lewis has lived his life. And moving forward for Cape Codders, I think it's important that we all understand that we're going to get things wrong. No one's perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. But when you do get things wrong and you're told or taught how to be better, listen. Teach with kindness, learn with patience, and we can all be nicer and kinder to each other, and that's how I want to move forward in this movement. Awesome. Yeah, that was a great ending. I like it yeah. a lot. That was, do you, I don't you know do I... an intro as well or not? Do you not use them usually? Um, for this one, I wasn't going to, but... Uh, Tomorrow, do you have like I don't I mean I don't know if you would have like a, a role so to say as far as like, like, a, like a, you know like if it's a business or the owner kind of deal but for this one I don't feel like it you're just more of the voice of it yeah I don't really have a yeah a role yeah yeah I I yeah. do consider myself an actor yeah why don't we can you say that into the camera here do, and do you want like me to slate your full name and then I am an activist or yeah that looks cool my name is Tamora Israel and I'm an activist. Fortunate for her, but unfortunately for us, Tamora has moved to Georgia, where she's a lot closer to family. She still continues to do poetry and activism, and also many other forms of artistic expression, and never ceases the fight for justice. Blindside is a sandwich community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform, or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.